Welcome to Kaiseki Anime, where we air new episodes every other week. Kaiseki covers currently airing anime, older series seen recently, and other relevant topics for the season. I'm your host, Marina, of the blog Anime BMB, and with me is my co host, Draggle, of the cleverly titled Draggle's Anime Blog. This week, we preview the spring 2022 anime season. I've been busy the past week watching all the first episodes, and uh, I think in general it's a big step up from the last season. Well, it depends on what you consider a step up, because there are definitely a lot more shows this season to watch, but I wouldn't really argue that they're better. I see. I would. But let's uh, go through and see. Let's start with the garbage first, because there's certainly a lot of that. Yeah, this is going to include shows that I've dropped, but also shows that I think are shit, but I'm still trying out. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, or that I'm like unsure about. For once, um, I've, dropping. I've dropped all of the shit. Oh, really? Okay. Well, let's start with Don't Hurt Me, My Healer. Oh my god, this was so awful. I couldn't even finish the first episode. That's how horrified I was at the terrible, terrible comedy. And the girl annoyed me within five seconds of her opening her mouth. Yeah, I felt the same way. So, like with this kind of show, like, why do you even make this? I don't know. Like, I, I guess it's supposed to be slapstick comedy. It's supposed to sort of be spoofing on typical kind of magical adventure shows, right? But it's not funny. Nah. And I found myself relating more to the bear, right? The bear fighting <laughs> the adventurer, <laughs> being like, um, okay, how much longer are you going to make me wait? Exactly. But not in a laughing way, in a like completely serious way. Yeah, it's trying to be funny. It's absolutely not funny. I don't know who this is targeted to. Yeah. Anyway, let's forget about this forever. And move on to Esther of Life, Great Escape. Wait, 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 why are you laughing already? Just say in the title. Oh, I was still laughing thinking about Don't Hurt Me Healer and how bad it was. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we've separated the two. We're now on Estab Life, which is a like full CG. This is from Polygon Pictures. We know what other works they've done. And this is about a world that's been split into these different sectors and run by AI, I think, where they've just basically streamlined everything, made life questionably more convenient. But then you have like people locked into roles that they don't really want, even though they're well taken care of. And so they contact our main characters, who are sort of their own underground railroad that gets people to escape from their current place to a new place. Yeah, you know, after a Tesla night, I tried to give this a shot. I was like, I'm probably making a mistake thinking this is so bad. But even with that, I couldn't finish this first episode. It was so awful. I don't think it's on the level of, well, I mean, we know it's not on the level of Tesla now, which had stellar graphics. Like, yeah, it's like CG, but it's like a hilarious CG, right? <laughs> That's what you're there for is the exactly. writing and the, the faces. goofy looks. Exactly. You don't really have that. Estab Life takes a more serious route, right? Which is to be expected given the studio. And they want you to take it seriously, which I'm like kind of interested in this world, but I also really don't like how it looks. Yeah, I did not like it either. Next is In the Heart of Kunoichi Subaki, and I wanted to scratch my eyes out after watching this episode. Yeah, I, I was initially looking forward to this because it was by somebody famous, right? I don't know. I, I could be gone. I want to say it's by the guy who made the show with all the prostitutes. What was that? Wow, that sounds like a winner to me. <laughs> yeah, but it was, it was just awful. It's all these ninjas who are... It was interesting in that they were like, you know, the Bechdel test where they, uh, it's like in the movie, the two women talk to each other about something besides a man. Yeah. Yeah. I think this show like failed that test despite having no male characters. There was the hint of a male character. Wasn't there a guy who was like, who's there? Exactly. <laughs> but you don't actually see him. <laughs> it's just all these girls with these horrible stereotypes, which I guess 
kind of is funny the first time they say it, but then they keep making the same jokes and it's just not funny anymore and really cringe. And it's like they all look like little girls. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. <laughs> that's something I really hate. Like, I feel like there are some shows, which we'll talk about later, where people are kind of reaching or they're, they have their own messed up views that they're like putting to the show, which I don't think is true of what the show's trying to convey. But here in the heart of Kunoichi Subaki, like, it's legitimately little girls who are barely dressed and it's just sexualized in a way that makes me very uncomfortable and um, when you're talking about who this is associated with were you talking about the original creator or the director i think the original creator you know interestingly enough the original creator of this show is also the one who made takagi-san oh teasing master takagi-san yeah okay you're right it wasn't the prostitute show it was takagi-san which is surprising, but also not surprising. Mm, I don't know. The characters do look similar now that I think about it. The like art style. Yeah, I am not really interested in this like tribe of lesbian ninjas that are <laughs> obsessed with men. <laughs> you know, I, I dropped Takagi-san after the first season too because it also just it only had like one joke over and over and over again. So let's go ahead and move on to our next installment of Love Live with Love Live in Nijigasaki High School Idol Club Season 2. Are you still watching this? No. Well, I wasn't actually sure. I I didn't look into what this one was going to be about. I thought it was going to be a continuation of like the most recent one where I had the cute Chinese girl, you know? I liked that one. Uh. But this one is actually a continuation of one from a prior season with like this big rich modern school and i got really bored with that one and i dropped it pretty quickly so this is more of that and i'm not gonna watch it okay well i'm not watching more of any of them yeah i figured (laughs) by the way we're we're leaving out continuations that neither of us are watching from this like shield hero Right. Like, I didn't even try them, because I'm not yeah. even curious. I tried a little bit of this Love Live version, because I didn't know which one it was. And then I was like, oh, I remember now. No, I don't want to watch this. Okay. Shield Hero shit, so don't watch Shield Hero. I agree. But we can talk about RPG real estate. Which is also shit that you shouldn't watch, <laughs> but not quite on Shield Hero's level. <laughs> You know what's funny is, like, I kind of see it on the same level as our uh, lesbian ninjas because it's, like, really cute, young-looking girls. And I think they, you find out later that they're, like, 16 or whatever. But they look like little girls, and they draw them very lewdly, big boobs, show off everything. There's one little, little girl who likes to run around naked, and they're trying to always struggle to put clothes on her, which is kind of cute because kids do this. But I feel like it's still too sexualized in this show. All of that aside... I actually find the premise kind of (laughs) interesting, the whole real estate aspect and like trying to find homes for people in this fantastical world, which include human and monsters. I guess they've done, they had a similar show where there is like a dragon looking for real estate. Well, just for her one, like she's the main character and she's looking for her home. Right, right. But this one is from the real estate point of view. So they're the ones helping other people, multiple people get multiple homes. Yeah, I just looked at the character designs for this. I'm like, nope, next. Yeah, I am kind of curious about the characters they encounter and like the homes they get them. But I also don't want to watch this with my eyes open. (laughs) Does that make sense? (laughs) (laughs) So probably going to get dropped. But I wish we had something that was a little more tastefully done with this similar premise. Yeah, honestly, I think I would be bored regardless. Yeah, probably. It was too peaceful. I think so. Not for you. Exactly. Okay, what about Tomodachi Game? That one was not too peaceful, but I don't know. I'm just sick of all these uh, these shows where, like, the people betray each other and they have to hate each other and... Yeah, it kind of reminds me of that, is it Kakegaroi, where it's, like, gambling? Yeah, yeah. Because, you know, this follows in the line of... What do you call those kinds of shows where the, like, death it's like game last shows. man standing? Yeah, deathmatch. Exactly. It's like that, but it's not people's lives. Like they're not losing their lives per se. They are losing their lives sort of metaphorically for thinking about like relationships with other people, their financial stability, like all of that is going down the drain. And this one is obviously about like a group of friends and breaking those friendships. Like, do you really know your friends? Can you really trust your friends? And it's just like a shitty feeling watching this show. I feel bad for all the characters. I'm like, why would I want to watch this? Exactly. Yeah. And like some of those death game shows... Some of them, I like them. Like, I, I really like Danko and Grumpa. Mm-hmm. But I'm just kind of tired of it. Yeah. And, like, this one, too, I think it looks decent. 
And I guess I'm glad it's not like people dying in a gruesome way, you know, but it still feels terrible. Yeah. So not going to watch this. I don't need this kind of vibe in my life right now. Same. Well, shall we move to the mildly okay shows? Sure. So I'm probably the only one watching Awashi. (laughs) (laughs) Because it's about soccer. (laughs) My favorite, your like not favorite. Yeah, I'm watching it. It's better than baseball. Better than baseball, I agree. But I'm also, like I told you before, always looking for a good soccer anime. And this one looks more promising than the previous season's futsal. So I am going to keep with this. And hopefully it turns out well for me. Good luck. Thank you. And we have more sports in the next one. Are you watching Fanfare of Adolescence? Nope. No. (laughs) But it's horses, Draggle. Yeah, it's sports. It's just a trick sport. It's a trick sport. It's a legitimate sport. I mean, we're talking about jockeys and training. This is a school environment, which is normal, but it's a school for aspiring jockeys. And the main character happens to be a former idol. And he's having to sort of beat back all of his fans' disappointment and the paparazzi that are following his moves and making it hard for him to really do what he enjoys. It's just so many things I hate all combined into one. Yes, idols, sports, beautiful, yes. <laughs> what about Healer Girl? This one I'm very torn about. Are you? Uh, I like how it's a musical, and I, I like all the singing, but the actual content is just dumb. <laughs> I was going to be like, I thought you were going to straight up say no to this, but you and I have a similar reaction, it sounds like, because I fucking loved the singing in the first episode. Yes, that, that was so good. And then I like kept watching it and I'm like, wait a minute, this is kind of sketchy. <laughs> it's extremely sketchy. It's like the <laughs> anti-vaxxer of anime. Oh, we but, can't like, is that just our perception singing. that we're like putting that on it unfairly like that? Because what I think is supposed to be the true of this world is that this is a world where singing is a legitimate medicine. Like it legitimately heals minor injuries. Right. I think. I, I think that's the intention. I still think it's stupid. It's not pulling it off very well, maybe because of our recent brush with COVID, you know, like it's still here. (laughs) We're still paranoid about it. We still have lots of anti-vaxxers. So it's like very present in our minds. Exactly. And so seeing this like singing will heal you is kind of like, you know, I don't know if I believe you. (laughs) And then I saw someone's take on Twitter about like, and you know, it bothered me too. When I first saw the girls in their like little white dresses, I was like, that kind of looks like a toga, you know, like maybe. But then they said, doesn't that look more like a cult? And now looking at it, I can't unsee it. It's a fucking cult. Oh, it totally looks like a cult. Yeah. (laughs) A Disney anti-vaxxer cult. And just think of like how obsessed they all are with their teacher. Yes, they love her. Charismatic cult leader. Unfortunately, I also kind of like her. I like that she's she sleeps in really late. She's got this hilarious cat that wants to guard her from her obsessive students. But then there are like other troubling signals here. Yeah, I think the biggest problem is just the characters don't have much personality. No, there's like no interesting conflict in this show. I guess the biggest conflict is Big Forehead Girl, who is really young and supposedly thinks she's an S-tier healer, and then she gets her ass handed to her later on. Like, that's the biggest conflict I've seen so far. Yeah, and it's already been pretty much resolved by the second episode, so... (laughs) I'm gonna keep with this just because it's, like, entertaining trash. Same. (laughs) I I hope there's more, more singing and less anything else. Yes, yes. The next show is also about singing, I guess. Or, like, lip-syncing. Heroines run the show. Wait a minute, lip-syncing? Do the boys not sing? I don't know, I assume all idols lip-sync. Oh. Well, yes, Heroines run the show is kind of about idols, but kind of not. I don't know, it's more about this, like, girl who's from the country who moves to the city because she wants to run. Yeah, I think it's basically Idol Master, but gender swapped. Yeah, like that's not her focus. She just needs money, right? <laughs> right. And then she ends up in a in a job that she did not expect to have with these classmates who turn out to be idols and she didn't know who they were because she's a hick and she has to manage them, which is interesting. Manager in training. Yeah. So I'm I'm kind of curious about like this funny combination of this village girl who knew nothing about them 
and like just wants to run. And then these boys who are supposed to be a duo, but they obviously hate each other and everything else. <laughs> kind of interesting. Yeah, I-, I thought the first episode was pretty okay. Just not my thing at all. Yeah, I'll let you know how it goes. Okay. Well, the next one is I'm quitting hearing and I'm trying to remember what this one even was. This one actually was kind of funny because when I looked at the premise, I was like, ah, that looks like sort of a rehash of something we've seen before, but it's not really. It's this guy who he's a hero and he was all powerful and he saved his human world over and over again, but he became so powerful that they actually started to view him as the monster and they basically stabbed him in the back. The the king's like, okay, I kind of have to banish you because everyone is scared of you and they all think you're a monster and that you could kill us too, despite everything that he sacrificed for them so he decides to go team up with the villains <laughs> he goes to the demon world incognito and tries to uh, get hired because they're hiring <laughs> to work for them and i actually think this looked interesting after watching the first episode you're right i actually got this manga oh you did yeah and i i think it's fine it's entertaining at times it's like not the greatest thing ever but enjoyable for the most part. Yeah, I'm intrigued because what interested him in the demons is the fact that the demon queen, that she wants to rule the world, except without killing anyone. So I'm kind of like curious how that came about. Yeah, the demons aren't much of a villain, aren't really much villains in this show. It makes it seem more like the humans are the monsters, to be honest. For sure, yeah. So if I remember great, uh, it starts off with like uh, an arc for each of the Demon Lord Commander characters. Okay. And how good it was in the manga, at least, kind of varied by the character. Like, I hated right. the stupid wolf girl. Yeah, I'm interested more in the sorceress, I think. She kind of cracks me up how, like, he just nullified all magic in the zone, and then she couldn't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> thought that was pretty funny. Yeah, she's one of my favorites. I also like the boy. He's like an assassin, I think. Oh, I don't think I know him as well. Yeah, I, I, I know who you're talking about. Um, he, he left less of an oppression to me than the dragonkin warrior. Yeah, from what I remember, he had one of the more amusing uh, arcs. Okay, cool. I look forward to it. Yeah. Well, next show is another show I dropped because it's about <laughs> badminton. Love all play. I am watching this. It's your generic sports show, I think. I enjoyed the badminton salaryman's club from the previous season. So I'm like, hey, more badminton. Unfortunately, Mm. they're not adults. They're high school students. Like, well, junior high to high school students. And uh, our main character gets recruited into a fairly prestigious group. So I'm in to see how he improves, how this goes. And I don't really know what else to say about this. Okay. Well, hopefully it turns out well. I hope so. The next one I also dropped because it was uh, too cute and boring. Mishachiku and the little baby ghost. There's a certain charm to it, an appeal yeah. to it, I think. But it's also showing a troubling side of the workforce in Japan, and probably not just in Japan, but other places. But anything that has like a strong work culture where they expect you to work overtime to get shit done, or your life is pretty much work. And they try to make it cute, but that doesn't stop it from also feeling kind of sad. Yeah, that was sad. Well, the premise of this, though, is this this woman, she's an office worker. She's overworked, obviously. She looks like she's about to die. And she has to stay, like, really late at night to, like, get shit done. Unreasonable tasks given to her by her boss to have things done by the next day. And this place happens to be haunted by this little baby ghost who thinks that everyone's lunches are offerings. She's really cute like that. So she, like, steals their onigiri thinking that they're for her when they're obviously not. And then... She's really worried about this woman and tries to scare her into leaving because she doesn't want her to die. And then when that doesn't work, she tries to sort of ease her time at the office in whatever way she can. And it's supposed to be like heartwarming and cute. And I was okay with it for like maybe an episode, but I'm probably going to drop it because I can't foresee this being good to carry over into a full season, if that makes sense. It's hard to imagine. Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't even make it through one episode. Are you watching Skeleton Knight in Another World? I am, but I'm kind of shocked that you are. I loved Overlord. That is what's hooked me into this, is I saw the skeleton and I'm like, how does this compare to Overlord? And it doesn't really. (laughs) Overlord's first season was really good. This one, though, is decidedly not Overlord, but it's okay other than that horrific opening scene. That's what I was going to say. I'm shocked you made it past that. 
It was pretty I bad. I steeled myself to watch every season's first episode, okay? So I was like, okay, just watch this. I know it's shit at the start. Like, what a horrible way to start with a rape scene. Like, why would you do that? You gained nothing from that. I know. And they hadn't even, like, finished displaying the content warning to, like, not watch this if you're scarred by Right? Things. It gave you no warning. Almost no warning. Like, there was not enough time to prepare for that. No. And it, as you said, it added absolutely nothing. I don't see why they had to include it other than the shock factor. And even if they did include it, like, they could have at least waited until the second half. Because then they just replayed all the events that led up to yeah. the rape scene. You know, like, it kind of reminds guys. me, you know how we were talking about an Akabi sailor uniform, how, like, the camera spends an awkwardly long time on body parts that that's what makes it bad? Yeah. And that's exactly what's happening here. Like, rape is bad. But then I felt like they were just lingering. They were really just, like, lengthening the scene unnecessarily. They were. And they made us watch it twice. And they had, yeah. they had like, the rapes happening, and that guy's just chilling in the wood and talking to himself, like, oh, maybe I should do something. Maybe I should help. Should I help? Should I interfere? Yeah. Like, come on, dude. But are you watching it? <laughs> oh, of course I'm watching it. <laughs> Why? Okay, because we've, all we've talked about is this rape scene and the fact that it's a skeleton warrior. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I should drop it. I'll give it one more episode, maybe. Yeah. I'm I'm tempted to drop it. Maybe I should just drop it. Yeah. Like, sometimes I enjoy watching garbage anime. I don't know. Like, Shield Hero was too much for me. So it was Redo of Healer. This one's, I don't think, on that level of horribleness. But it's also not, it doesn't seem all that interesting. Yeah, I didn't say anything that really stood aside other than that shocking opening. Maybe that's why they included it, because they just know that everything else is bland. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> okay, well, we can stop talking about it, and we can move on to The Greatest Demon Lord is Reborn as a Typical Nobody. All right, this was the one with the little kids and the white-haired girl. He gets to live with, like, his parents, who he thinks they're ordinary, but they're actually, like, the ex-heroes who saved the world or something. Oh, is that the... I thought there was something off about his parents. Like, they seemed normal, but they also seemed like they were more than normal at one time. Yeah, they aren't normal. (laughs) Okay. I was just, like, meh about this, but mildly interested to see how he would grow up. Yeah. But do you remember it more clearly than I do? I think he was, like, he used to be the, the king of the world or something. And then he wanted to have a normal life. Right. So then he, he tried, oh yeah, he, it was kind of cute how he tried to make friends. Oh, he's the really awkward guy, how he like doesn't yeah. know how to talk to people. Yeah, that's right. I did like that part. Oh, okay. That was the funny part. That's why I still have it on here. Okay. Yeah. But unfortunately, I watched the second episode and it, <laughs> he grew up and it, it wasn't funny at all. He wasn't cute anymore. It's like the things you did as a child were funny, but not when you grow up exactly and now his now his friend uh, grew giant boobs oh wow you see where this is going should i still watch the second season just to see for myself sure it doesn't take too long it, it wasn't <laughs> bad it was just normal maybe it'll be a cooking show i don't think so but no. <laughs> you never know what about trapped in a dating sim the world of ultimate games is tough for mobs yeah this one i i read this manga too and i like i kind of like it actually i was debating if i should put it in promising Yeah, it cracked me up a little bit how he expected to have special powers and it was like, nope, no one cares about you. And they just like kind of kick him out or that he's just like a nobody. He's not of any particular note. And it reminded me somewhat of Next Life as a Villainess. You know how she was reborn not as the main character. Right, right. But as a villainess, and she like knows the people in this world. She knows what events are happening in the future, but she has to like figure out how to navigate around them. And that's probably how it is for him too, right? Once school starts. Exactly. Except he's less of a dumbass. Yeah, the whole like battle to get that ship was pretty funny. (laughs) (laughs) So I I enjoyed him trying to get his uh, like scratch his way out of poverty, right? So that he could afford to go to the school. Exactly. So yeah, I'm looking forward to this one. And uh, he'll meet uh, the heroes who are all kind of stupid assholes. Cool. Should we move on to the promising shows? Yeah, why don't you go ahead and start? Okay, I moved this one up. Aharan-san wa Hakari Nai. You know, I watched the first episode and I thought it was pretty boring. But then I watched the second episode and I really liked it. So should I watch the second episode? Because I was pretty bored in the first episode. I think you should, because I was pretty bored the first episode too. But the second episode, that was not the case. I thought it was funny that she 
spoke so quietly that he couldn't even hear her. You couldn't even see her mouth moving for how many scenes. <laughs> and then you realize that she is talking. So, like, that was kind of funny. But then it just became weird how she has, like, absolutely zero sense of proximity to people, like, spatial awareness. That became kind of weird over the course of the episode. That is true, yeah. I was thinking there was, uh, what was this? There was, like, some romance anime I was watching where they're, like, they're too embarrassed to hold hands. Uh-huh. And in this one, in the second episode, she she gives him a lap pillow and uh, puts eye drops in his eyes. <laughs> <laughs> She's so weird. Like, I just imagine if this was actually your classmate and she was doing this to you. It just, like, seems really odd. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I think what made the second episode better is uh, there were additional characters who were capable of speech. Oh, okay. That's, that's always good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I liked it. I also liked Birdie Wing, Golf Girls, a story. How about you? Yes. Yes. This is uh, continuing the tradition of Tribes 9. Golf is the only sport I hate more than baseball, and the show was awesome. I fucking hate golf. Like, I hate watching it. I think it's a waste of green space. I think that they're super elitist. But this this one made it interesting. And exactly. it's kind of funny because when I, like, played it, Kewu was kind of like, golf. And he looked super skeptical. <laughs> and I was like, no, no, no. I've read good things about this on Twitter. This has to be promising somehow. And I'm glad that I did. And he enjoyed it too. Just her style of golf is hilarious. Yeah, she she plays golf in the only ethical way. Robbing For golfers. Yes. That's right. Now, I don't know if you watched the second episode. Did I did you? not. Not yet. I don't know if you'll still find it as fun as the first episode, because I have a feeling it's going to go a slightly more serious route, but no. with her still maintaining her style, she she like goes up against a renowned golfer, a person who's like very much in the golfing world, who does tournaments, her family are famous golfers, mm. um, and she enjoys her match against this girl, like it's a true challenge, and she wants to compete against her. So I think they're going to go with her, like, actually seriously facing off people, but hopefully she maintains her flair. That makes her fun. Her, she should keep her integrity. She should make right. the other girl join her in grabbing yeah, people. Yeah, exactly. And I want to know more about their home circumstance. You know how she, like, makes money with her friends to try right. to survive in that bar? Like, I want to know more about them. Yeah. A really promising start there. Yes, yes. The next one, I'm, again, feeling like I'm probably the only one watching. Dance, Dance, Dancer. You know, I watched the first episode, and I thought it was really good. Really? But are you going to watch it? Because you have this, like, thing no. where you find it interesting, but then you don't watch it because it's not my thing. It's not my thing. <laughs> oh, my God. Drago, come on. If you enjoyed the first episode, just live a little and give it a chance. Do you remember that other dancing show? Yeah, Ballroom. Welcome to the Ballroom. Yeah. I really liked the first episode. And I, I really liked the first season, I think. But then I just got sick of it and I couldn't do it anymore. What do you mean? What do you, you said you liked the whole first season. You got sick of what? Didn't it go for like more, multiple seasons? I don't remember. Single core, double core. So, so you did get tired of the show over the course of the season of watching it. Yeah, I got, I got sick of it and I. So I you're concerned that you're probably going to f- do the same thing with Dance, Dance, Dance here? Yeah. Cause with that Let's other one, like it started out good, but then it became like every other sports show where they had the stupid tournament arcs. Yeah. Competition, competition. Uh, I hate yeah, competition the training, arcs. the improving. I can see that's not your thing. Yeah. So if they just had like, if it was just about, uh, him like meeting the other dancers and getting in fights and stuff, then sure. But. I don't want to see the competitions. Okay. Well, I will watch this. I can let you know if it goes down that route, which you're probably right. I have a feeling that he is going to become a serious ballet dancer. He's going to say, you know what? I I do want to be a ballet dancer, which there's nothing wrong with that. But then it'll likely go into the tournament arc. But we'll see. I am enjoying the fact that this is about ballet. I haven't seen too many ballet shows. I know there's some famous ones out there. But I, I like that they sort of made a, I feel like it was a little bit of a dig at Welcome to the Ballroom where they talk about his posture and like his neck. And I'm like, you know how people made fun of the necks in Ballroom? Oh, really? Yeah, because like the character designs in Ballroom, some people just couldn't get over there how long the necks were in that show. I was thinking the faces in the show look like the Ballroom faces too. It's a little similar, but I feel like it's not as elongated. Yeah. There's definitely a similarity. Um, but I'm going to stick with this because I want to see how he grows in this, if he's able to let go of his like past and face it head on. I'd like to see that. You did watch Princess Tutu, right? I can't remember if I have. I probably oh my God. should watch it. 
drop this now and watch Princess Tutu. Why do I have to drop it? Why can't I still watch it and then also watch Princess Tutu Draggle, huh? You can do that too. Okay. I was just worried you might not have time for Princess Tutu. Oh, I can find time. Okay, good. (laughs) What about? Day Day Live 4. Day, 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 day. Why? Okay, I I didn't watch the first season, so, and this is like the fourth season, I'm assuming? It's so good. You should watch it. I shouldn't, because I think I tried it and I hated it, so sell me on this fourth season. Well, it started off with, uh, he meets this girl who's a manga artist. And uh, she, like, forces him, the main character, uh, to come to her house and to feed her. But then it turns out she's actually a spirit. So she makes him go on a date with her. And then his his sister talks to him through his uh, earphone when he's on the date and gives him advice on what to say. But then it turns out that she can't fall in love with him because she only likes 2D. It was a good episode. Wait, that's just from this season, or that's like the premise from the original seasons? Oh, that was just the first episode. Oh, okay. Oh, well, that's too bad. She can only love 2D characters, huh? Yes. I hope that they're able to fix that later on. Well, maybe he can become 2D or something. Perhaps he can become 2D, yes, if that is his desire. Yes. Anyway, it's a great show. Okay. You know what else is a great show? Day I Run, Recipe for Happiness. Yeah, I loved this. And I, I think you liked the first episode too. Is that right? I did. I really liked it. I liked the second episode too. Yeah, I am definitely going to watch this this season. If This is basically about like the main character is this older guy. I don't forget. Remember how old he is. He's probably like in his 30s. Uh, yeah, or like low 30s, late 20s. Basically yeah, probably. an old man in anime. In anime's terms, he is old, but we know he's not old because he's our age, probably. <laughs> <laughs> he's probably younger than us. Maybe. He, he like, left his home, which they run a, like, traditional Japanese sweets store. And instead of inheriting it, like, directly going into that after school, he decides to go live the dream and try to pursue his love for guitar with his band in the city and d- does that for a number of years. But due to, like, a scare of thinking that his grandfather is dying or something, he comes back to see what he can do to help. It turns out it's nothing serious, but he decides to stay. But then it, like, pits him against this little girl who they took in. She's, like, an abandoned We don't know why the story of, like, why her father left her. But she's a mainstay at this store now, and she's a contender for inheriting this store. So that's kind of an interesting dynamic. And they're setting them up a little bit like a father-daughter role right now, it feels like, because he reminds her of her father, who was also a guitar player. So I am really liking this. I love Japanese sweets. I like this father-daughter-like relationship, which is not the greatest right now, but I'm assuming it'll warm up over the season. And I'm just hoping that it doesn't go down the Usagi drop route. Yeah, Sam. I'm really afraid of the Usagi drop route. This is making me uh, think of those sweets in Kyoto. The, like, I know. Green tea... Mochi ones where there's like the oh, red God. bean inside. Yeah, what yeah. I really called? could do for some of those right now. Yeah. Especially because it's spring. You know how they have like some beautiful sweets and they just have like pink and green and ugh. Yeah. Ugh, I want sweets. <laughs> we should go get some next time. We're yes. in Japan, which who how many years in the future that will be. Hopefully we can go soon. Yeah. But uh I normally don't like this kind of show, as you know, because I think it's boring. But mm. Here, they so far have had, like, enough conflict to keep it interesting. And um, I really like that the main character, like, actually has a personality. Yeah. So, hope it stays good. Me too. The Dawn of the Witch is a sequel, surprisingly, to Grimoire of Zero, which I somehow, like, totally overlooked this despite all of the advertising showing this. Like, I, I walked in Wait, really? without looking at anything. It's a sequel of Grimoire, Grimoire of, Zero. of Zero. That was the one with, like, the tiger guy? Yes. Okay, I forgot, like, everything about that show. And you actually see a fair amount of old characters in this first episode of this new season. Really? I had no They idea. look significantly, like, they look pretty different, right? They look like years have passed. And the art style is slightly different. Um, I didn't check to see. It's probably by a different studio. But um, once you, like, look at it and then you remember and you're like, oh, yeah, these guys. So hmm. I'm, I'm curious, like, how this is going to work out. Okay. I I'm not really to... into the protagonist though. Like he kind of reminds me of Precon because he like has no memory right. before a certain amount of time at a school. So I don't know where they're going with that, but I would like to see Zero again. 
Okay, mine was the opposite. I couldn't stand the female characters, especially that stupid Lolly witch. Mm-hmm. She was annoying. She was pretty annoying, yeah. And same with the red-haired uh, classmate girl. I was actually not interested in this until I realized that it was a sequel of the other show. So now I'm just kind of waiting for them to show up. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. Yes. I'll yes. have to go read the summary to remind myself of what was Grimoire of Zero. <laughs> the next show is The Demon Girl Next Door, which I don't think either of us have actually watched. Did you watch it? Wait a minute. I thought Helton convinced you to watch this because I, I saw you he two did. talking about he it. He did. But I'm oh. still, I wanted to mention it because I'm watching the first season now. Oh, so this is like the sequel one. and you're catching up on the original series. Yeah, yeah. But ah. I I can't believe I dropped the original because it's so good. What were you thinking? <laughs> I I thought like, oh, it's a cute girl doing cute things dropped. Wow. No, no. If it was straight up cute girl doing cute things, Draggle, I would be there. This is different. Oh, it's too serious for you. No, it's just not my aesthetic. I don't know. Why do you like it? It's pretty funny. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. I wonder if this sequel follows in the same vein. I hope it does for you. I think it will, yes. Now we can move on to The Executioner and Her Way of Life, which was a bit of a surprising show for me. How about you? Yeah, I wasn't expecting it to go the direction it did. Yeah. So just a quick summary. This is a world where it's pretty common for heroes to be summoned. This is the fantastical world that we're in, and we see heroes being summoned to it. And they, oddly enough, always come from Japan. Hmm. And then the main guy, or who we think is the main guy, he uh, gets tossed aside in favor of a different hero because they summon two at the same time. And you like follow him thinking that he's the main character. And he just like happens to stumble across this other resident of this fantasy world, this this chick who's supposed to help him. And then she just fucking murders him in front of our eyes. Because, hey, the heroes that get summoned to this world actually wreck a lot more havoc, and they don't want them around. And so it's her job to kill them as soon as they're summoned. Well, no, she she waits to uh, become friends with them first, and then she <laughs> murders him. No, no, she waits to isolate them, right? She needs to get them to drop their guard, to trust her, to follow her to this secluded location, and then she kills them. Because she needs to determine what their power is, right? Right. Depending on what their power is, which is the case with the other girl, the other hero, it could be very problematic for her. Yeah. So I, I probably should have guessed based on the title what was going to happen. Right? Like, how obvious was the title? And I, I still got tricked into thinking she was the main character. Yeah. So it, it's definitely an interesting show. It's interesting, but I don't... I think she's kind of also part of a cult in a way. <laughs> oh, she's obviously part of a cult. <laughs> yeah. So I'm kind of curious if she will change. She probably will because of her current journey with the other hero. Yeah. Uh, we'll see what happens. Yes. Are you watching Love After World Domination? I am. I was shocked how much I like this one. It's pretty cute, isn't it? Yeah, it seems so. Oh, this was the one I was thinking of where they're so embarrassed to hold hands. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> and then they like have no problem grasping each other's hands when they have to do a mock fight. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was really sweet, though. Yeah, this is a sort of a play on, what do you call those types of shows? Tokusatsu shows? Yeah, yeah, the, like, Power Rangers. Yeah, and, and then, like, they're comical villains, which the guy is supposed to be the face of the heroes, right? He's red, and she's supposed to be, like, the leader of the villains. And they happen to fall in love with each other in a really cute way. <laughs> I am really curious because it shows that she's human, right? Like, why is she a villain? Because she definitely doesn't really act like one. So is it because of her hobbies? They're, like, considered too edgy, too goth or whatever? Like, why is she here? And I don't know. how does she justify being a villain? That's what I want to know. But she also doesn't really seem to do anything evil. That we've seen. But, like, how did she get into <laughs> this role in the first place? She's a leader. But we, we saw she showed up as the villain and... uh and the children were, like, cheering for her. They're like, yeah, <laughs> the villain's here. I bet the Red Rangers are going to come soon, too. <laughs> yeah, like, how, how are they villains? Like, what do they do that's so bad? But I think it's just, like, in the shows where I don't think they actually do anything bad. But who knows? They just live to fight the heroes and just, like, exactly. put on these battles? Yeah. Uh -huh. <laughs> it's like a part-time job villain. <laughs> okay. That makes it sound even more interesting. Yeah. Anyway, I'm really looking forward to that. The last promising show, Shikimori is not just a cutie. I was surprised how much I liked this. Yeah, I thought it was cute. And I kept expecting really bad things to happen to this very accident-prone boy. <laughs> <laughs> 
Like, I mean, lots of scary stuff does almost happen to him. But because they, like, set it up like that, then I started being paranoid about everything. And I feel like I normally wouldn't enjoy this show at all, but it's just really well made. It looks good. It looks great, yeah. Like, they present it very well. It always keeps your interest. There's always something happening. Mm. It's visually very interesting. The actual premise is... uh, not too exciting. Right? It's pretty simple. Like she's yeah. his girlfriend, and she's like pretty much perfect, and she has to protect her accident prone boyfriend. Yeah. Well, there's also some conflict. Like she wants to be like more quote girly, so she tries to hide hog, and she has other things. Yeah. Which I think there's issues there, but there's I don't know if they're going to address there. that. <laughs> oh, really? I think they will. You think? I hope they will, but I wasn't sure if it was that type of show. Yeah, I hope they do, but. You're right. They might not. They might be just like, she's really not girly at all. Yeah. Well, shall we move on to our must-watch, the shows that we know we will watch? Yes. Let's do it. Although, actually, I'm not watching some of these. (laughs) That's fine. One of us is. Okay. The first is Ascendance of a Bookworm, season three. Tell me you're watching this. Come on. I'm watching this. It wouldn't be my must-watch, though. It would just be promising. No, come on. It's a must-watch. We've got to see how else this little girl gets to be selfish and do things for the love of her books. <laughs> yeah, well, now she, I guess she's, like, started a gain war with the Ink Guild. Yeah, I thought that was kind of funny. I was like, yeah. oh, she's, <laughs> was uh, she's in trouble now because of the ink that she made. I'm surprised this didn't happen earlier. <laughs> yes, the Ink Guild, the powers that be. This one, like, kind of fucks me up more than the other Isekai premises because she... She didn't, it wasn't just born. She like took over someone else's body. Yeah. And uh, now she's like going to the church and she's a grown woman who's what, like 30 years old. And yeah. she's crying because she's home. She's at church sleeping alone without her parents for the first time. <laughs> yeah, right. Doesn't that make you like feel like, wait, is she an adult or is she a little girl? Because these are like the, the emotions of a little girl, but you can be homesick and as an adult for sure, but she, she definitely. Acts more like a kid in that moment. Yeah. <laughs> They're really bending that border there. Uh, yeah. I'm not sure what to think about that. But yeah, it's still interesting. I'm assuming you're also watching Kaguya-sama Love is War Ultra Romantic. Oh, of course. I'm watching this one. And this one is definitely in the must watch. Yeah. There's no question here. This show is fantastic. I'm, I'm excited to see more of my favorite characters. I'm excited to see more of Fujiwara, Fujiwara. and her ridiculous antics. I'm, I'm wanting to see more good screenshots. Yes. <laughs> uh, I have to admit, though, that I actually really could not stand one of the characters in the first episode. Ino, the, the new chick on the student council, she she's really? horrible. <laughs> I know you like her. I like her. She's great. Why do you not like her? Just like the way that she looks down on the on the guy. That's I think what she's makes horrible. her great. <laughs> no, like you shouldn't act that way towards other people just because you think you're better than them. Like, who the fuck are you? Okay, but I mean, should you act like Fujiwara? No, not Fujiwara, though, towards the guy. That whole like back and forth yeah. scene with the. I'm saying, should you act like any of these characters? <laughs> no, but Fujiwara is funnier, so. <laughs> she is scarier. <laughs> <laughs> No, no. You know what's scary is, you know, listening to those weird, like, self-fulfilling, those those recordings, (laughs) like, holy shit. These idols telling you these comforting messages to make you feel good about yourself. See, she's great. I don't know why you hate her. (laughs) I would definitely be worried if I knew someone who was listening to that kind of stuff. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. This is, uh, the theme seems to be cults this, this season. I know, right? Yeah, but I really like that first episode. That was fun. It reminded me that, again, the show is fantastic and everyone should watch it. Yeah, by the way, you should read the official doujin manga if you have Should I? Yeah, it's good. All right, I'll look for it. Are you watching Komi Can't Communicate? No, I dropped this on the first episode. Uh, I liked the first season. I thought it was cute and there was actual improvement. I haven't actually seen the first episode of the second season yet, but I will once it's available. Okay. Yeah, I've just heard horrible things from your ton about this one. What? Really? Oh, yeah, he hates it. <laughs> okay, well, maybe we should talk to him about why he hates it, because I, I can't see what you can really hate about this. I can see people being bored, but I don't see why you would hate this show. Okay, we should we should talk to you a ton. Okay. What about Legend of the Galactic Heroes? 
this is the third season in the installment. I actually didn't realize this was happening or that there was a second season. Right? I don't know what the fuck happened, but when I realized that this was out and then I realized there were a lot of episodes out and then I noticed that it was the third freaking season and I hadn't watched the second season. I was just like, what happened? Okay, so it wasn't just me. <laughs> no, no, I totally did not realize that any of these other series had come out because I loved oh. the first season. I know it's a remake of a classic, but like I really liked the first season. If I had known the second one's coming, I would have watched it in a heartbeat. I did watch the first episode of this third season, which I enjoyed, but that time skip was very uh confusing. Huh. So I'm going to go back and watch the second season, and then I'll watch this third season. Okay, good. Yeah, let me know how it is. I, I don't yeah. think I'll watch it, but yeah, we're not. Maybe you will when you have time. Yeah. You know what we're probably... Not probably. You know what we're definitely watching? Spy X Family. Spy X Family. Truly a masterpiece. It's going to be anime of the season and possibly anime of the year. Who knows? Yeah, it's good. I love the manga too. I haven't read the manga, but maybe I should. Maybe I should. I don't want to spoil me because I'm just... I'm having a blast so far with just like the first episode. Yeah, don't read the manga. Read it after you watch the anime. This was like one of the few anime that I noticed people like doing a countdown on Twitter. They're like, five hours till the premiere. And I'm like, oh, I'm so excited. Yeah. Now you understand why everyone loves it so much. I understand. Yes. And you haven't even uh, met one of the main characters. Yeah. I I'm looking forward to meeting her because from what I've seen from the uh, trailer, she's fantastic too. Yeah. You'll like it. Okay. And one last show. Your boy Conming. Okay, there's only one reason why I didn't immediately put it in this is because it's a new show and I haven't heard as like much praise as I have heard about Spy X Family, but I actually really like the first episode of this, so I definitely think it's promising. Yeah, I really like the second episode too. It's oh, okay. Great. I haven't seen the second episode yet. And this is just in time for like last year I read Romance of the Three Kingdoms. Oh, you did? Yeah, now I, I, I can get all the jokes. Okay, so yeah, I, I haven't read them, so I know I'm missing out on a lot of uh, material here, like knowing what they're referencing, knowing these names and these events, but uh, I still had fun with him being in this modern world. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a bit confusing there, because he, I didn't even realize who Conway was at first. Because that's like his posthumous name after he died. And for all the books, oh. he's called Zuge Liane. Oh, okay. That's interesting. Yeah. But in the book, he's like the super genius strategist. He's like the coolest guy. He's basically like the leech Lamperage of Three Kingdoms. Well, what better person to have reborn into... Not even reborn. He just like suddenly appears, right? Because he's at yeah. a younger age, but he's not a child or anything. Yeah. He invented uh, Manju. And robots. What? And his ghost defeated an army. Interesting. So the show is building on a, a great history. Well, I'm definitely going to stick with it and see where he goes with this. Yes. It had pretty good music, too. Yeah, it's pretty fun music. I uh, I like that he's with that girl who she's a singer. But then, like, the other wacky music in the show was, was fun. Yeah. So shall we wrap up with a list of shows that we haven't seen that we are interested in that we still need to try but aren't quite available yet, as well as a, a final ongoing show? Yeah. So a couple of cuckoos I'm really pumped for. I love you this are. manga. Yeah. I hadn't heard anything about this, so we go ahead. Oh, okay. It's by the the guy who wrote uh, Yankee and Megumi-san or something like that, and uh, Yamada and the Seven Witches, and... I think one other, but I forget. It looks like a lot of drama, just with like swapped babies, fiancés. Yes. yes. Yeah. So you remember like the Yamada and the Seven Witches, there's a lot of like love triangle drama. This is that, but like times a hundred ridiculousness. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it, it's right. super ridiculous. There's like all, all the baby swapping, so like everyone's related and then they're not related and then they are... How confusing, but how entertaining. Yeah, the parents are trying to hook them up, and then other parents are trying to hook them up with other people, and uh, it's just like, complete, take out all the breaks, let's go, kind of thing. <laughs> it's really odd, but okay! Yeah, so I'm, I'm pumped for that. What about Bubble? Did you hear about this one? I didn't even know this was happening. Yeah, again, this is a, uh, it's a wit studio show, so it looks... Great. I don't know about what it will be like because uh, it's anime original, so there's no material really to go off of here. And it's going to be on Netflix, so again, they're going to you know wait till the end of the season and dump it on us. But I'm just interested mainly in the studio and the fact that it's 
about an area of Tokyo that I don't I don't know what this means, but they, they it's a bubble world. They have these bubbles that made it so that there's no gravity or something. So they do parkour. Huh. Parkour yeah. without gravity seems to be I'm pretty easy. I'm a little confused. Like maybe they're bouncing off of buildings and shit. You know what I mean? Oh, okay. I guess we'll find out. This next one also, again, summertime render. Like, I'm really interested in this as well, but it's unavailable at the moment because I don't have Disney Plus. Isn't that weird that it's on Disney Plus? Disney Plus? Oh. Yeah. That is weird. You know, I feel like I I read or I started reading this manga and I liked oh, it. Oh, okay. But I, well, I guess I you got to get Disney Plus. Uh, yeah, we'll see about that. But yeah, I'm interested because it looks like a possible like suspense thriller. I don't know what you remember about it, but it seems like there's some mystery going on here. Yeah, I thought it was some like mystery thing. Anyway, next is Tiger and Bunny 2. What the hell? Another Netflix show. And I loved Tiger and Bunny 1. And I thought they were going to do a sequel a lot earlier than this. So I'm surprised that it's finally happening after I forgot about it. Yeah, it seems like it was so long ago they had Tiger and It was! Bunny. It's a weird thing to get a sequel. Well, I'll still watch it. I'll see how it goes. Yeah. Same with this one. Therme, Rome, however you say it. Nove. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Again, Netflix, but it's actually fully out, so you can watch it in full now. I guess neither of us have bothered there. I am on the fence because I actually really loved the first season, but I've heard mixed things about the second season, which really concerned me. Now, I'm I'm not going to, like, heed them. I'm going to watch it. I'm going to try it out and see for myself, but... Just because of how much I love the first season, I'm kind of scared <laughs> what they're going to do to my baby. Okay, well, hopefully it's good. And then final of Still to Watch is a Vampire in the Garden, which is basically a vampire world now, but humans are trying to live in it and, I guess, try to coexist. This is another anime original. It's again on Netflix, so we got to wait, but hopefully it looks good. Yeah, the premise sounds so vague that who has any idea what this is going to be like. And this could go either way, you know? It sounds... I like vampires, I guess, but, like, I've also seen a lot of terrible shows with vampires, so... Exactly. I don't know if it, like, sways you, knowing that it's production IG, like, if that means anything to you, but... Yeah, not really. (laughs) Well, why don't we finish out on a high note, then, of ongoing shows? Yes! Boruto is still ongoing! And it's still going strong. Everyone watch Boruto Naruto Next Generations! How far are you now? I am at episode 80. I'm still where I last told you, Draggle. We're still at the, like, Earth area where he needs to find the Hearthstone. Okay. You should drop Dance, Dance, Dancer. Then you might Yeah, that's not happening. (laughs) It's not happening, Draggle. But maybe I will catch up slowly on Borto, and I will update you wherever I am in the future. Okay, good luck. Good luck. Tune in again to Kaiseki Anime Podcast two weeks from now. Please feel free to send us questions or comments on Twitter with hashtag KaisekiAnimePodcast or on our individual accounts at Draggle underscore Kuhn and the Anime BNB. Listen and review us on Apple Podcasts so you can continue to go and improve. You can also find us on Google Play and Spotify. Thanks for listening. See you next time.